that's a triple play. New episodes, I can't wait. Yeah. Open your mind at the first gate. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. Yeah. Clock in, you can catch the hype. Golden Dawn, how we follow the light. Anime like life, married to it, my wife. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with my boy, Isaiah. Yo, 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 what's up? And today we are here to talk about Jujutsu Kaisen Episode 4. So for those of you who have been following us for a little, you'll know that last week we posted a video on our reaction to the first three episodes, our first impressions, and uh, we liked it, honestly. If you, if you listen to that episode, we have a lot of praise to give the show, and we're excited to see where it's going. Um, so in lieu of that, and because people wanted to see more, we said, why not give the fans what they want here? And uh, we are here today to talk about our thoughts on the fourth episode. So in this one, um, we had a introduction of a couple new things. So they introduced the concept of windows, which I thought was funny. Um, interesting name, but I thought that was interesting because there are people that can see curses but can't perform jujutsu. Um, which is kind of interesting as well. And it seemed as if their butler-style dude that was sending him on that mission was one of those people, or at least was cognizant of the fact that they exist. Um, and so our squad is sent to, you know, this this building or the school or whatever it is, um, detention center, to deal with this womb, I guess, as it were, right? I think the name of the episode was The Womb Must Die or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so... We don't get to see Go, uh, um, Gojo at all, which is kind of depressing. We see him in just, like, one scene. Um, but it makes sense, right? He's pulling, like, the Kakashi thing again where it's like he's late or he's like he had something to do or whatever. Like, he can't be bothered with this kind of thing, even though we're going to see, like, one of the highest-ranking possible curses yeah. in this in this building. Um, so the kids are off to do their own thing. Um, that is the plot. Did we have any thoughts going into it? Um, I, I, I liked it all in all. Um, there was just a couple, like two things that kind of stuck out to me is like, you know, like the, t like very typical, uh, shown in anime that like, to be honest, I'm kind of over at this point, but, um, all in all, it was good. I think, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the things like, so at the very start when he's like, when, um, they're explaining what windows are and they're explaining the whole, uh, basically the rundown of what this mission is that they sent them there for, um, Itadori, of course, is the only one who is like, wait, I don't know what you guys are talking about. What's going on? And he's like, oh, cool. That's fine. Let me take the next 10 minutes then and break down like, yeah, how yeah, our yeah. system works. And I always appreciate it when anime can like work that exposition into the, the movement of the story and mm -hmm. not like stop the story and everything going on sure. to literally show you a flowchart of like how sure. everything's working. Um, so when some, when anime do just sort of, you know, cash it, like, all right, whatever, here it is. It's just like, all right, like, I don't know. It feels a little like undermining of my intelligence it's like i if you just like worked that into the like i would have picked it up i didn't need you to like you know teach her on the chalkboard like hand fisted to me but whatever i guess like you got to get it's got to happen and for, to be fair it wasn't too long I no would say, no it wasn't so. too long um but it's it did still like rub me the wrong way and then the other the only other thing is just the idea that they're like okay so the whole deal with goro or Gojo being there, is that, like, really he wasn't supposed to, or it's, like, not typical for somebody of his level or his grade to, like, be hanging out with, with like, young newbie uh, sorcerers, and, that, like, he's got to go off and do his own thing. But, like, the mission that they sent them on is, like, they, they were literally like, yeah, if you see this thing, like, just run. Don't even fight it. And it's like, <laughs> I got to I gotta argue then, like, why are you sending them in the first place? Because <laughs> yeah. this thing isn't, like, you will see it from a mile away, and then, like, we have... 
48 hours to come to come up with a plan and like you know like all right all right so do we engage him from this side like should we call like he was literally on top of them in a second flat and, <laughs> and completely split them up in five seconds and I'm like this is not like the level of a threat that like you send three like this is like first graders you literally yeah, yeah, send yeah. three first graders to deal with you know a college level problem yeah, I, like yeah. and I'm like if Goro was not to be in the first three episodes. He should have been here. Like, this was the place to send him with the new kids. Because, yeah, like, yeah. they all could have died and should have died had it not been for, um, you know, uh, what, so- Sakuna. Sakuna. Yeah. Um, and that whole thing, which which I, that part of the episode I did actually really like. And I think the conflict there is interesting because it, uh, but up until the beginning, the first three episodes kind of made me feel, I, I mean, I knew this was going to change, but, like, it was weird how quickly, given Sakuna's backstory and like what you learned of him, how quickly they were like, uh, Itadori was like, yeah, no, it's cool. I got, like I got him under wraps. So he's yeah. don't worry, he's not gonna be a prop. And it's like, really? Because he they said he's like the strongest nigga like in <laughs> this entire world, and you just like you got him hand fisted, you know, like put on a leash. And so now to see that there's a little bit of play here, and it's like, oh, you know, it, to see that conflict like sort of butt heads um, was pretty cool. But I yeah, I think those were my two main gripes. Other than that, I, I pretty much enjoyed it. Yeah, no, that's fair. And I totally understand your point. Um, I I have to say, like, it wasn't too long, like I said. So it wasn't, it wasn't, and I understand where you're coming from. I, I weirdly, to provide a contrasting opinion, um, so long as they don't overdo it, uh, kind of enjoy that in a weird way because I oh, feel yeah. like it's like, all right, here we go. This is, it. like, you know what I mean? Like, teach me. Like, this is it. Like, here we are. Now we're jumping into, like, what this power thing means. Like, whether it's your nan, it's your chakra, it's whatever, right? And it's like, this is how they're going to set up the show. So, so, so long as they don't like murder you with it, you know what I mean? Then like, it's okay. But I think it's finding that fine line, you know, having it where it's like, we don't devote an entire episode to this and we're still able to interweave this into the plot um, and have you fully understand it, but not be like, have to pause on everything you're doing. Um, but also not trying to, you know, interweave it so tightly that um, you don't even see it. Like it just passes you by and then you're just yeah, yeah. left asking questions. You know what I mean? Because at least it sets up, where <laughs> this um, curse is, you know what I mean, in the grand scheme of things. Um, so again, you know, and especially though after showing them that that flow chart, the uh, the lesson, it is ironic that they send them in there. It's you know what I mean, and it's yeah. like it only makes sense, right? Because we're gonna have to like involve some like awakening moment where it's like pushed to the brink. Um, so that's interesting. I, I will say, um, rest in peace to that dog. Uh, is he coming back? Uh, well, I think I, uh, to be honest, I think they're, they're like interchangeable. Like, I don't think there's like, oh, one, cause like literally the second that, that happens and he drops into the other corridor, he just like summons another dog. And yeah. Like, I think there's just like this pack of them and they like, once they die, they just, it's, it's like a video game. Like okay, they die, they, they just go back. Yeah. And he can just bring them out okay. whenever. Cause I think they're literally like, like lost souls of do- like deep, like that the, would make sense. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause otherwise like what, how would you? <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, it makes sense. I just, because um, the first episode, um, or first or second or whatever, when we're introduced to uh, Fuji, and he has he has two dogs with him, and one of them's got the white coat, one of them's got the black coat. So I, the one with the white coat dies, and he summons the one with the black coat. So I'm like, it's one with the white coat, like, perma-dead? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm assuming well, you're correct. I, I think but. it's like, yeah, like, I don't know if it's just those two, or mm-hmm. maybe if there's more, but I think it's like, one can be out until it dies. And yeah. then, like, if it dies, it, like, goes into this respawn. I don't really know. I'm just going off the assumption that, like, it'd be weird to, like, give the dogs even the level of attention that they have been given <laughs> yeah. if, like, they're just going to get one-shotted. Sure, like, yeah. Who cares at that point? But I, so I'm assuming that, like, there's some sort of, like, 
you know, way to recycle them and bring them back. No, it makes sense. I hope you're right. Because for me, even that small moment kind of hit for me that I was like, oh, no. Because, you know, they were like, oh, it's a good boy. You know, they were pumping him up. And then it decapitated or whatever. And I'm like, ah, no, why? No. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, they weren't afraid. Like, if they don't respond... That's interesting that they were uh, willing to throw that punch and and not hold back. Yeah, and just uh, rip that dog a new one, quite literally. I also think it's interesting, too, I mean, which is stereotypical of your protagonist versus his, you know, um, rival slash comrade who has, like, the more, like, calm, cool, collected, you know, thing where it's like there's this always this gripe, right, where it's like there's always this argument that gets pervade. In some way or another, it always manifests itself. And in this show, it's like, they see the guy who is effectively split in half and Itadori is like, we have to bring this body out, right? Like, you know, his mother or guardian, whatever was sulking outside. Like we can't just say he's dead and then not show a body. His face is okay. And then, you know, Fuji is basically like, bro, I wasn't even going to save this guy anyway. It's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, first of all, if you read the manual before we went on this mission, cause everyone gets briefed on this, you know, it's like, he this guy hit another guy and it's like more of this like not even tough love i would say because there is no love it's just tough you know this like tough luck type thing where it's i'm not going to save him he doesn't deserve my you know to be saved by me or us like we're not going to risk this for someone but then isadori comes back at him when they're arguing with the kind of the the showstopper line where he's like then why'd you save me right because he again has the strongest demon within or curse within him so he can't fuji really can't say anything about that you know he's like kind of stopped dead in his tracks before um uh, kabara comes um you know and, and breaks the whole thing up so that was an interesting thing to see like where that goes and i'm assuming through itadori's like overwhelming persistence and and strength of will he will i would assume probably mold uh, Fuji or or rather um, change his perspective on you know that maybe will maybe won't but it's good to have like that balancing act I guess between the two of them because you know Itadori's you know not two seconds later we're confronted by by the um, by the special grade demon or curse whatever it was um, you know who's easily able to manhandle all three of them so it's like dude when were you planning on bringing that body out you know? Yeah, that's my thing is like, don't get me wrong. I, you know, again, Itadori is he's that protagonist sure. who fits in that mold where it's like, we got to save everybody. Everybody yeah, yeah. do your best. And, and you know what I mean? And like that argument, like you said, sort of uh, puts their characters into perspective pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, m- what I was watching, I couldn't help but think I'm like, OK, I get like your whole vibe, Itadori. Like I get where you're coming from. But you guys don't really all you know is that you're in a detention center looking for a curse that you were told going in. Neither one of the three or all three of you can handle like <laughs> if it shows up. Yeah. And so you and you don't know what you're dealing with. You don't know what this thing is capable of. So it begs. So in my head, I was like, you know, I kind of want to give it to Fuji where I'm like, hey, we're in a, a juvenile detention center. So nobody that's in here is like a spring. Ch- you know, nobody in here is a, is a peach or, or, or an angel or a saint. And but my thing is like, OK, still like, you know, you you want to be the bigger man, like you want to do what's right. Right. So I get that. But it's like, dude, you can't even assume the safety of your own life and the, your comrades lives who have like the ability or the skills to like fight off this thing or see it or whatever. Like, how, how are you worried about saving somebody who's already actually dead? Like, he's yeah. at, like you, what you're doing is like a nice gesture, but like, that's what it is. It's a gesture. Yeah. And at the end of the day, um, there was just this weird gap for me where I'm like, I, 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 we're watching it and I'm like. Why do I feel crazy for thinking, like, why the f*** is kids here? Because, like, <laughs> for no reason should they be here. Yeah, like, we yeah. could, again, sent Gojo in by himself, send Gojo with the kids, whatever. It See, it just felt weird that it's like, let's do this thing when it's like, 
the second this dude broke out, like, all they were doing was running. He, you know, split them up and then basically started manhandling Itadori. And Itadori was like, all right, get out of here and I'm going to let Sakuna, uh, right, Sakuna, Sak- Sakuna? Uh, Sakuna, I think uh, Go it. loose and, and, like, tear this thing up. And it's like, so your plan is basically, like, I'm going to be the punching bag. You guys get out and then, like, suicide. Like, kamikaze. But yeah. it's like... That's not a plan. <laughs> like, that's yeah. just that's a last ditch effort. So it just I, there was this weird moment where you know I'm watching the episode and again I get like the things they're trying to hit in the and I, I understand the story beats that they're that they're hammering on here. But part of me was like, I guess maybe just thinking about it, you know, and shame on me, maybe uh, too realistically. Where I'm like, guys, let's think about this situation real quick. <laughs> Everybody in here is dead if this thing finds yeah, us. Yeah, Everybody, yeah. We're, you're all gonna look like that kid. Yeah. And it's like we don't have the luxury. As cr- to worry about dead people, we just don't. We we gotta not be like that. We gotta yeah, not be like yeah. him. No, it makes sense. I mean, take the. I mean, I know I'm not saying this in in a sense that it's like I'm preaching because you've been at this longer than I have. But like, take this from someone who very early on in their anime journey became incredibly skeptical and hyper realistic in um you know in watching a lot of these shows, and that would be something that unfortunately would always tear at me. Right, like this is the shonen genre right you know what i mean like if it was like seen and it was something a little bit different like we'd have that play we'd have that analytical logical pragmatic way like viewing through that lens but like you know we're in a situation here where it's like this is a shonen so he's gonna go through all the tropes that are, are needed right where it's like i'm gonna do this in spite of me dying i'm gonna do this in spite of everything you know but it's like and i feel like the i don't know if this comes with you know being worn down or, you know, or being less naive, which would be two different things, right? Where it's like, you know, you tend when you get older, at least in a situation as, as dire as this to decide with Fuji, right? In that scenario when you're younger, maybe, but maybe not. Maybe this is just me. My old man spirit is coming through. And like, maybe that's the point of someone like Itadori, right? Is to try yeah, and revitalize yeah. that because it's so easy to think yeah, like yeah, Fuji yeah. later on. So fair enough. It makes sense. But it's like, you know, the... Um, the, the, the kicker here is that Itadori also has Sakuna inside of him. So it's like, if worse comes to absolute worse, like I can press the button and yeah, to be fair at the end of this episode, it actually things wind up to be maybe even worse for them by the time it's over to be fair. But you know, it's like, I'm going to save everyone. I'm going to do everything. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, I, yeah, I obviously like, I understand what the goal here is. I guess it's just, I've watched Shonen where they've done this scenario better. And again, it kind of harkens back to the whole, uh, them with the, with the chalkboard of exposition where it's Mm -hmm. like, don't just hand fist the things that are supposed to happen to move the story. Cause I've watched Shonen where it's like, even if we did a thing where it's like, all right, this is like a simple protocol mission. That's why we're sending you three newbies in. All you got to do is extract a demon. There's like maybe a, a kid in there. If you find him, save him. But it's like like one of you could do it. It's straight basic shit. And then this nigga shows up and he's like not supposed to be here. It's like yeah. oh, now we're in a situation we weren't, we didn't want to be in, but we didn't know this was a situation. Like we rolled up in here and then the tables turned. Again, a basic way to move a the plot of an episode along, but it makes more sense than literally sending these kids into an unknowingly dis, unfair advantage from the gate. Yeah. So yeah. I again, I, I get that like this is shown in. I'm not. We're not going to get anything different. I'm not holding my breath. Um, I just again, the, the part of me couldn't help but like feel like like 
guys try a little bit. Like, no, you know, don't yeah, you know what I mean? I but that's but, but I, that's all I'm gonna say on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If just, I, if I'm not mistaken, too, to be fair, just to just to throw one in the corner here, um, I don't believe that they specifically said there will be a special curse in here. Um, I believe it was there is a possibility that a special curse will be in here, and if so, you need to run because this is like a breeding ground. It's a womb, so it's like there's probably more likely to be a more powerful one, but like it's not guaranteed that there's a special one here. I could be wrong on that. Um, that wording we just came off of watching it so you're reading the subtitles the, literally the difference of a word could make or break this entire yeah, conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. so if anyone has clarification on that but regardless they're obviously you know to agree with you they're obviously sending them into a situation where even if they didn't know for certain there was going to be they had That's a pretty I mean. strong like idea that it's like Kashi yeah. with Naruto's team when they went on their first mission yes. like just in case yeah like exactly like and a, yeah and that that's a good example of like how you know how like the a difference in the sense that like they run into Zabuza, but it's they're not expecting to run into Zabuza, which is like they literally just cross paths in that yeah. moment, and it's exactly like okay, we have yeah. this whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I totally understand your point. Um, so talking about I guess towards the latter half of the episode when Sakuna comes out. Um, so first of all, I found it interesting. This is one again. I hate to keep on relating this to Naruto, but like, there's a lot of a lot, man. Yeah, I hate to keep doing it. I know I'm so guilty of it, but bear with me here. So I thought it was interesting, like a stark contrast between um, Sukuna and uh, Kuruma, mm -hmm. is that um, Sukuna is like so. <laughs> it's funny, right? Because they're about to fight this thing. He's about to hold them off, and Itadori is like, "Yo." Like, if, if I die, that means you die, so you probably want to help me, right? Which is, like, your Naruto Kodama throw. And the guy's like, nah, that's cool. You could drop dead for all I care. Like, I still got 18 fingers out there, dog. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, to me, I was like, oh, okay, because yeah, that yeah. kind of rose the stakes a little bit, because I'm not going to lie. I 100% thought it was going to be that, where it was like, Sukuna has to come out. Otherwise, Where it's yeah. like, otherwise, if my host dies, I die along with him. So, which, uh, you know, again, it relates to Naruto in that situation was um, a thing that got Naruto out of some situations, right? Sure. Where it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. okay, Nine Tails comes out because it's like, if you die, I die. So it was like, so this was interesting because it was like, nah, you're on your own. Yeah. Like, if you use me at all, it's like, I'm actually going to do exactly what you don't want me to do. Yeah, which yeah. really makes it interesting, right? Because it's not like this, like, get out of jail free card when you click it. It's like, uh, okay, I'm gonna click it and see what happens. The dice, yeah, yeah, and roll the dice. Like I, my back's up against the wall. I literally don't have another option whatsoever. And even sometimes my option would be better served if I died, right? Because then I don't want my friends to die as well. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was an interesting little wrench that they threw into the game here yeah. that you don't see all the time. I appreciated the difference in that. That he's like, nah, go to hell. Like you can die. That's fine. Um, so that was very interesting to see um and then you know when he goes into the uh sakuna mode we really get to see how powerful sakuna is and how powerful gojo is by by default yeah, because yeah, gojo yeah. puts the ass whooping on him in the first ep or first or second episode so and this guy puts the ass whooping on this special curse which apparently couldn't you couldn't even carpet bomb out of existence so like you know power scaling wise <laughs> sakuna's yeah, yeah. we get to really see sakuna um at you know even a a minute level of his strength and, and it's impressive, right? Like we get to see him just basically manhandle this, um, you know, this curse. Obviously he could regenerate. I was wondering actually if that was going to be a thing. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, 
I'm like 99% sure that he's going to be able to regenerate, right? Yeah, because yeah, he yeah. lost the, that was a sick shot, by the way, where he cut the knife and the yeah, arm yeah. straight off yeah. uh, within a blink. Um, but I was like, damn, it's going to be awkward if he can't regen. You know what I mean? Imagine he's got one hand the whole show. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, he, he's able to regen, obviously, and just basically whisk off these attacks and whoop this guy's ass. And then, you know, we get to, we get to see him say, no, 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 you don't even understand what jujutsu is. Like, let me show you. And now this is where it's like, Okay, here come the hand signs. Here come everything. Like we're we're jumping in. Yeah, you know? yeah. And even I and I I like again. I was saying earlier. I do love this part. This is probably my favorite part of the episode. Is when Sakuna comes out because, as for as much as this dude was putting the real hurt on everybody else in the room, when Sakuna comes out, he's like, "Oh, dude, you nor this kid like know what what the fuck's going on. Like none of you know." So like. You and like to be fair, it looked like it, but effectively, this thing was just throwing around sorcery and or uh, right, cursed energy, yeah. Um, just throwing it around, you know, just like Sarah beaming everybody <laughs> left and right. And, yeah. and not until Sakuna comes out and he's like, You guys don't even understand like what fuck it is you're dealing with, yeah. And Itadori, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt, nigga learned it like three seconds ago before <laughs> he like went to go punch the dude, sure. Um, so I'm sure he didn't even know what he did, but I thought it was interesting. Um, it, because th that moment and subsequently the end of this episode also quelled my growing concern. I want to say uh, that I was I was I was worried or not. I don't want to say worried, but I was in my head. I had it that I was like, okay, this story, the way the story is going to progress, we have like each Dory, eat, you know, like collecting all these fingers, you know, one by one or, or what, however many, and then like he would eat them, and, and progressively uh, Sakuna would get more powerful, and then they would get to a point. I don't know. What, I think they said twenty. There's twenty fingers 20. In total. So like he would. Um, you know, maybe he gets to, like, 10 or 15, right? And that's when it's like, oh, like, did, now this dude's, like, kind of is able to fight back or whatever. Um, but it's, I, I think it's more of, like, a uh, it's a mental thing or, like, it's more of a willpower thing because I think that's what happens at the end of this episode here when he's like, all right, if you're going to switch back, brat, like, do it now. And then, like, you just hear silence, read the door, and he's like, oh, this kid's MIA. I think it's because, like, in, that la in the fight when Itadori was in, um, which is another moment that I really liked, you kind of see his will break a little bit. You see it like his sure. armor chip, and like he just sort of is like, you know, he breaks down, he starts crying, and he's like, I can't believe I'm going to die here. This is going to be my death. Like, is this even a good day? And, like, yeah. and it, again, to contrast, you know, it, it's weird, because as much as I was ripping on the beginning half of this episode for doing a lot of too typical, like, safe shonen things, um, this moment I actually really liked, because I feel like, again, in your typical shonen, like, this wouldn't have happened so soon. You know, this is eff effectively, I mean, you know, technically not. I'll say it's, like, the second, right? But, like, this is one of the first real opponents or enemies Itadori's faced, right? And, like, just at this level that either he's at or this thing's at, like, already it's caused him to see such a gap where he's like, I, like, I can't do it. I can't do that. Like, this is, this is crazy. And so it was nice seeing him break down, as weird as that sounds, just because it was, like, Oh, I liked seeing the vulnerability in that character in this moment, and I liked there being acceptance in the fact that like, go like Gojo's here, right? Uh, Sakuna's probably like here, right? That this demon thing that they're fighting is like here, and like the three of y'all are down here, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. so. I li and I liked seeing acceptance in the fact that they're like, oh, the gap is just fucking crazy here. Yeah, and so, and, and it, again, it harkened back to what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, if they're gonna send these three in here. Um, and we know that they're going to meet an enemy that's, like, leagues above their skill. Like, don't just hand fist me some reason how they get out. Like, I want to see them get their asses whooped effectively. Yeah. And I want to, I want them to see that gap. I want the show to portray to me that, like, yeah, we're just at the beginning here. There is no, and, and I think we got to see that in 
Itadori's moment of reflection there, and that's what I think is happening as to why Sukuna might just, at least for a while, have free reign, because we kind of saw it the, in the little preview for the next episode that he gets into it with uh, Fuji, Fujimaru. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that's what it is. I think like Itadori has sort of like lost his his will or his confidence a little bit, um, and because of that, Sukuna, however temporary it may be, because um, we know we're only on episode four, he's got to come back eventually. Um, you know, lost his. So I guess what I'm getting at is I think the footing between who controls his body is a little bit more shaky than the last three episodes led you on to believe, sure. which I like. Yeah, yeah. I think it was almost due to this like blissful ignorance that Itadori was able to so easily control him because he's like. I don't even think he understood the gravity of his situation. Therefore, he had no fear. He's just like, okay, like they're telling him this, but like this is the kind of kid one thing goes in one ear and right out the other type thing. And it wasn't until like he's literally faced at with death, real like how humiliating and humbling his position is, right? And I think, again, that's where it's like, I can't do this. You need to do this. Where before he's like, no, nah, I could do, like I'm good. I can do this myself. Like I don't need you. Like yeah, just yeah. go to bed. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like now... He's like, I, I kind of need you, yeah. and like, I can't do this on my own. And Sakuna's like, all right, my turn, you know. And yeah. then like now, it's like Sakuna's got the upper hand in his confidence. Um, so now, you know, I'm assuming Itadori is through these trials and tribulations is going to have to regain that sense of confidence and like not lose himself, um, and and you know believe in himself. And by himself, I mean Itadori, yeah. not Sakuna, sure. right? That would be my my guess. Um. But yeah, th these <laughs> I have. I wonder how long this um this whole thing is going to run. Like, how if it's still ongoing, whatever the case might be. If anyone has answers, like they're they're really big ju uh, Jujutsu Kaisen stan. Oh, um, you mean like the manga? Yeah, is like, it over? Is it oh, still going? Yeah, yeah that, I'm, I'm curious. I'm pretty to sure know. it's like still going. I don't know, like yeah. as far as if like the author is like, yeah, I know where I'm going to end. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know where it is. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting because again, like hitting on some of the similar shonen tropes, you know, it's um you see like they're getting, they got another finger already, right? So we're at, they have six. He got the first one he ate is seven. Then he gave him one the second episode or third episode. That's eight. Um, you know, whatever. Like my point is, is that we're like, we're almost halfway there, yeah. right? Because we just ripped another finger out of this guy. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess he's not there until he eats the finger, right? Because Sukuna could not want him to eat it and hide it, et cetera. So like there are other things at play here, but my point is, is that I'm curious to see how the pacing is um, interpreted from the manga, but also in the manga as well. Like how far are they into this? Like, is it a while before we see another finger? Is it like every big encounter do we see one right because right. that was something with like demon slayer minor spoilers ahead here for anyone who has not read the manga where it was like one of the um one of the gripes sorry <laughs> phone is ringing uh one of the one of the gripes that um that you know some people had was that it was a little rushed towards the latter half mm -hmm. and for due reason there was familial problems and stuff from what i've heard um but because of that it was like every opponent that we saw was like this level opponent where it was like, okay, here's special. Next is like, here's special, special. Yeah, here's yeah. special, special, special. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, we're pushed against like the actual death break, breaking point and we get a finger each time. I'm just curious to see how this goes. I think the pacing is, is all right but right now. I think it's good. Um, I, you know, in, in terms of comparison, some stuff we've seen, like I'm not upset about it. I fully understand, I believe, the power system as, you know, in, as related to what I'm supposed to understand right now. I've got a pretty good grasp on all of the major players, like character wise. Like I know where the plot needs to go, but like I also feel like it's not too slow where it's like I'm satisfied with the fights and I'm and I am thoroughly interested to see where 
you know, the next episodes take us. But I don't know if you had any other remarks before. Yeah, I so I again, I definitely like this episode. And I think despite my qualms from in the first part of the episode, which are, I still do have, um, I, I guess that's my only thing going forward, because I think the pacing is great now as well. I just, you know, I would like to see them, you know, maybe not like lean on like the the super heavy hand fisted tried and true methods a little bit less or like sure. or at the very least, like if you're going to put us in that scenario, like I said, with the whole Kakashi uh, team seven Zabuza mission, like give me a reason why we're in this box. Don't just like put them there because you're saying you're going to put them there because yeah, it yeah. just feels a little like lazy. Yeah. Um, but I, like I said, I, I do like this episode. I love like what I love where it, it leaves our characters because it does do that sort of nice, you know, feel good story thing of like putting them in the opposite scenario in which we started. Um, so that's cool. And I am very curious to see what, how the relate the relationship between uh, Sakuna and Itadori is going to develop because I'm wondering if at any point, cause right now, you know, like we said, and it was stated at the beginning of this episode, like as far as Sakuna is concerned, like everybody here is just a meal. Like he's just, he would kill and is trying to kill uh, everybody here. Um, you know, and, and, and so as a result, doesn't really have any concern for Itadori or his body or, or whatever, or his friends or anything. Um, but I'm wondering if at any point, cause obviously right now it is very like Itadori and crew versus Sakuna and like whatever. But I wonder if at any point in this trek to get these fingers, uh, Itadori is going to try and, um, befriend Sakuna, right. And maybe try and like either come down his level or, or, you know, meet on equal playing field here sure. and be like, look, this is what you need and this is what you want to do. But like, you're in my body now. And this is, this is where we're at. So like, you know, and I don't know, and obviously like that's, you know, that's not a good, you know, and I'm, I'm so, I'm, but I'm wondering how the story, if it does go there, how they would do that. If that's the direction they want to go, if it does become a thing of like, maybe they end up like splitting up, you know what I mean? And, and Sakuna has his own whole body. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I am definitely very curious uh, to see where we go. I am power scaling. I definitely get and understand. Um, I just don't want. I I don't know. There's like this weird thing in the back of my mind that I'm like, it, it could be fine, and it could, you know, just sort of go along the path. I guess that it's supposed to, where it's like, okay, the, every, like A makes sense, B makes sense, C makes sense. But I'm like weirdly kind of worried a little bit that like shit could just spike, or it's like somebody just comes up and then like they can do this thing, and it's like, oh, well, what, what, what the fuck. Um, so I guess my thing is like, I just hope that like we take some time and, you know, with the, with the show rather, and like, just make sure that like everything is established. I I guess that's my, my big thing, but I I did like, I did like this episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did too. I liked it a lot and I'm excited to see where we go from here. But anyway, folks, those are our thoughts on episode four of Jujutsu Kaisen. Remember, if you guys enjoyed the conversation, if you enjoy the content, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, hitting that notification bell, sharing with your friends and commenting your thoughts down below. What did you think of our discussion? What did you think about this episode in particular, if you've seen it? And what are your thoughts on Jujutsu Kaisen as a whole? But until next time, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace. Blazing the cool eyes, find me in the leaf of the cloud, screaming out Bankai. We just some ghouls though, who like seeing parts fly.